Uh, let me tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar is uh, the secret to be able to keep your New Year's resolution. I've got two of them, lose weight and to eat better, yummier food. Um, and uh, there's nothing better to help me on every single night. I, I have a problem with a sweet tooth. And I end the night and I want something, you know, sweet to eat. Built Bar is healthier than your average protein bar, which is not a good sales tactic for people like me. So let me just say this. It's low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Again, not a good sales pitch. Good for keto diets. I'm kind of interested. You can lose weight or maintain weight. Still not interested. How about this? It tastes like a candy bar. Ding, 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 ding. All of a sudden, I'm interested. And I never believed my wife when she said it does. And then she was gone, and I was hungry, and there was nothing to snack on. So I ate one of hers, and I was like, my gosh, she came back. I, These are fantastic. She was like, you think so? Uh, try one. They're great. Don't give up on your resolution. Built Bar is the answer. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code BECK. Get 20% off your next order. Use the promo code BECK for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Wow, do we have a great show coming up for you today. Tom McDonald is joining us. You want to know how fast your life can be over. All you have to do is just look at what happened to Morgan Wallen. Uh, It's not good. And he is now out. They They are choking to death anyone who doesn't toe the line. I'm not making an excuse for Morgan Wallen. Uh, but the New York Times has made excuses for their reporters doing much, much worse, and they kept them on. But the mob has come for more Morgan Wallen, and they're also going to come, I think, for Tom McDonald. You don't know who Tom McDonald is. He's a white Canadian rapper. I know. Sounds good right off the top, doesn't it? Uh, he, he released a song. He's completely independent. He released a song on YouTube. Uh, Over the weekend, it had zero views. Yesterday, it had 3.5 million views. And the truth that he speaks in this is going to get him hammered to death. We talk to him coming up this hour. Don't miss a second. All right, we begin in just a minute. Um, your identity, it's not just your identity that's on, on, on the line here. Cyber criminals, when they attack, they try to steal your information and your money. And they're not just hurting you. They hurt your family. They hurt your reputation. They harm everything about you that is credible. 
it's vitally important that you not let anyone do this, especially when it doesn't have to be that way. You can be protected with LifeLock and you'll worry a lot less. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives every day. We put our information out at risk on the Internet. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock can see the threats that you might miss on your own. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or head to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK for 25% off now. We are in a new red scare. We are now hunting for the enemies within. The federal government is is actually having discussions about putting together a new truth and realities are somebody who will tell us what the truth is. Oh, my gosh. We've been through this before where people are silenced and they're afraid to speak their mind. It's happened really twice in America with the Sedition Act under uh, John Adams and in the 1950s with the other Red Scare. This Red Scare is about red states. <gasps> be afraid. Be very, very afraid. The enemy is within. Well, that's what they said back in the 1950s. The communists are inside the gates. The enemy is within. So they started the Committee for Un-American Activities, the McCarthy hearings. Are you now or have you ever been a member of the Communist Party? Are you now or have you ever been a member of the Republican Party? Are you now or have you ever been a supporter of Donald Trump? It's the new Red Scare. And how people can't see this fear that is being pushed by the left isn't the same. Remember, people lost their jobs just for things that they believed. Now people are losing their jobs not for things that they believe, just things that they might say. Nick Daly, who's worked on my staff for a long time, and I, we, um, uh, we put uh, a song together. It's not a, a lyrical song. Well, I just want you to listen to it. And I would, I would ask that you would pass this on. We're going to put it on YouTube later today. Um, when, when did we stop seeing the parallels? The average American can do very little. They, they, they must depend upon Disrespect for facts. In order to develop the facts. It's really bizarre, isn't it, when you think about how AWOL so many of these members of Congress have gotten. If we, unless we, make sure that there's no infiltration of our government. Donald Trump is a clear and present danger to our country. Then just as certain as you sit there, in the period of our lives, you will see a red world. What I'm concerned about is the Republican leadership in the House of Representatives. Trump supporters are subversive. And the question is, 
question is, how are we going to really almost deprogram these people who have signed up for the cult of Trump? By cutting off their social media. First, Google and Apple delisted Parler from their app stores. Then Amazon cut the servers. Now House Democrats are trying to blame the free speech platform Parler. This stuff related to big tech censorship is the issue of our time. Will Smith appearing to call for the country to purge itself of Donald Trump supporters. We get to know who people are and now we get to cleanse it out of our country. There's a proposal to have a commission to investigate Republican colleagues. Democrat senators have filed ethics complaints against two of their Republican colleagues. Uh, the left is trying to push these businesses to shame them and threaten them into shunning and silencing uh, Trump supporters and conservatives. They're pushing them to fire people, even. Council culture is a wildfire that you cannot contain. If you pour gasoline onto it, don't be surprised when it finally reaches you and you get burned. Every business needs to stand up for every American. Otherwise, eventually, they'll come for you, too. This is the Glenn Beck Program. They, they have come. For you. They're coming for you. They're coming for anyone who disagrees with them or anyone who dares say something that might hurt their feelings. And there is no forgiveness. None. There is no redemption. I was talking to somebody last night and he said the the greatest motivate motivating force in all of life. He said, I'm convinced What motivates people, the strongest force out there, what motivates people is not pain, is not love. It's not greed. It's not money. It's it's redemption. That everyone is on the path looking for redemption. Something that they have done in their life that and the redeeming power is not just a power of oh i forgive you redemption is this amazing thing that takes something really horrible and turns it into something miraculous so many people are struggling right now with feelings of of guilt of fear Whatever it is that's happening in your life, it's happening in almost everybody's life. I've wrestled recently with, man, what have I missed with my children? How have I, after trying everything I could for the last 15 years, doing everything I can, I still have problems with my kids. And I I don't, don't, what else? And I feel like, Gosh, I really am a bad dad. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. These struggles happen in every child's life. These struggles happen. And if they can just stay on the road long enough, all of those mistakes will teach them brilliant things. They will be completely transformed 
because that's what redemption does. But we're now in a society that doesn't believe in redemption. If you've ever said anything, if you've ever done anything, I don't care how long ago it was, you are not forgiven. You will never be forgiven. This goes against all human nature. Jordan, Jordan Peterson talks about God. When he talks about Jesus, he always says, I, I'm not saying that he really rose from the dead or didn't rise from the dead. It doesn't matter psychology-wise. Psychologically, it is really important that people have a redemptive story, something that gives them hope that they can move on from that. So you don't have to believe it. I do. You don't have to believe in the Jesus story. You don't have to believe he rose from the dead. I do. But you do have to really, to be able to survive as a society, you do actually have to believe in redemption. So Morgan Wallen, my wife would probably know who he is. I, I, I don't listen to country music like she does. He's a country star. He currently has the number one uh, album on the country charts for billboard the hot 100 he has the number one album well he's been in trouble recently he was on saturday night live and a few days before he was going to be on saturday night live a video surfaced of him partying it up in a bar without a mask and kissing several women whoa not a not a star of the stage in music doing that what so he was cut from the SNL show, given another chance a few weeks later. But that was the latest thing he had trouble. And then and then uh, Sunday night, we have no idea where he went. I don't really care. Um, but he ended up early Monday morning showing uh, showing up at a friend's house. He and a bunch of other guys got together and uh, they showed up at um no, it was actually his house. It showed up around his house around midnight, and all of his friends were there, and they were honking, and they were loud. This happened in Nashville. The neighbors got pissed off. One of the neighbors began recording something. And so Morgan, he is stumbling towards his house, and he tells someone to watch over a guy in his group. He says, take care of this P.S. mother effer. It's beautifully put. But he's talking about one of his friends. And he's looking to another friend and said, take care of him. Then he goes to say, yeah, that's right. Take care of this P.S. N-word. Well, that's enough. That's enough. Now, it doesn't matter that he said this to a friend and about a friend. You can't use that word. Other people can use the word. You can't use the word. You're a country artist. We know what you think. You're white. You're from the South. We know what you think. Now, this has happened to the New York Times. The New York Times has one of their, their veterans, Time Reporter. Um, and this guy, Donald McNeil, he went down on a 2019 educational trip to Peru along with a bunch of high school students. After the trip, the students left reviews alleging that he used the N-word while on the trip. Three other participants alleged that he made racist comments and used stereotypes about black teenagers on the trip. What did the New York Times do? Well, it said, we, we you know, uh, we're, 
we intended to, uh, to fire McNeil. Um, but uh, I mean, he's an award winning science reporter. And yes, he made offensive comments, but uh, he didn't act in a hateful manner. Really? Hang on. But Morgan Wallen did. So he didn't lose his job. He said, you know, I just use extremely poor judgment. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, then all is forgiven, right? Except there is no redemption for Morgan Wallen. Here's what happened. In the wake of recent events, Big Loud Records has made the decision to suspend Morgan Wallen's contract indefinitely. Republic Records, which distributes his, uh, his music, fully supports Big Loud's decision and agrees such behavior will not be tolerated. Big Loud's punitive action now comes with Wallen's 30-track sophomore album, Dangerous, the double album, which is number one on the Billboard Top 200 for the third consecutive week. This is not some nobody. Then, in an unprecedented news, the Academy of Country Music announced it will halt Morgan Wallen's potential involvement and eligibility for the 56th Academy of Country Music Awards cycle. The Academy does not condone nor support intolerance or behavior that does not align with our commitment and dedication to diversity and inclusion. Look out. This is all about this is about to be everywhere with the Great Reset. Shortly thereafter, the rival Country Music Association, the CMAs, announced it was also removing uh, Wallen's digital content from all of its platforms. The statement continued, we support our country music partners for taking swift action. We will confer further with our board of directors to review additional measures and will continue to examine our industry's inclusivity measures. Nobody, everybody's running for cover. Nobody wants to stand up. If you don't stand up when they come for you, there's not going to be anybody left to stand for you. Because if you're a coward, they'll be a coward. They're all running for cover. And I am not excusing Morgan Wallen's use of that word. I don't like that word. I don't ever use that word. I don't know people that use that word. And if they did, I would say, can, you know, I just don't, I don't like that word. Can, we, can you not use that around, at least around me? And if they were using it in a hateful manner, they wouldn't be my friend and they wouldn't hang around me. It's a different world. Now, he's obviously got some drinking problems. Now, I don't know if he's an alcoholic or if he just likes to drink. But one way or another, you don't have the best judgment when you're smashed. So I don't excuse this in any way, shape or form. But really? He's now up there with Hitler. We have to erase him. We must make him pay. I don't know what world you're living in. But in my world, there's forgiveness for the guy with the students in Peru. And the guy with the drink in his hand in Nashville. I don't know what world you are living in. But I will not live in a world without redemption. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I'm going to introduce you to somebody I think you're going to love. I think, I think, I don't know. I've never talked to him. He looks scary as hell. Uh, his name is uh, Tom McDonald. Uh, he's a 
he's a rapper and uh he has put a song out that i'll play for you here in a second that is uh beyond get yourself banned kind of material we'll do that in a second american financing an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure it's never truer than applied to your finances. If you're fiscally responsible and you own a home, you need to be looking into a refi of your mortgage, especially if you're paying 3 or 4% or more on interest. This is the kind of thing, if you haven't checked this yet, please do. Please do. When you call American Financing, you can rest assured that you're going to be dealing with a mortgage consultant who has your best interest in mind. They don't. They don't work for the big banks. They don't take, you know, hey, what's our big special? I tell you what, I'll give you an extra $1,000 if you can sell these. Nope, they don't do it. Have you got credit card debt? Why not roll that up into a consolidated payment that isn't going to break you every single month and get you out of debt without resetting your mortgage? I know the day is busy. It's hard to carve out time to do anything extra most days. But can you make 10 minutes today and call American Financing? Lock this down, please. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. Uh, I want you to uh, I want you to listen to Tom McDonald. Um, this went viral, what, over the weekend? And it's everywhere. And you want to talk about the hard truth. Listen to Tom McDonald, a hip hop artist and his uh, n- latest release, Fake Woke. Listen to this. We're ashamed to be American. You should probably love it because you have the right to hate it and not get stoned to death in public. As children, we were taught how to walk and talk, but the system wants adults to sit down and shut up. Cancel culture runs the world now. The planet went crazy. Label everything we say is homophobic or racist. If you're white, then you're privileged. Guilty by association. All our childhood heroes got me too or the rapists. They never freed the slaves. They realized that they don't need the chains. They gave us tiny screens. We think we free because we can't see the cage. They knew that race war would be the game they'd need to play for people to big teams they use the media to feed the flame they so fake woke fags don't care about feelings they know they won't tell me what to believe in they so fake woke same old safe zones they so fake woke fags don't care about your feelings uh that's a pretty i mean the song goes on and on and takes this society apart and that's probably why it went from zero to uh, 3.5 million views in just a couple of days um he looks scary i don't know him but i like his lyrics on this song we thought we'd give it a whirl tom mcdonald joins us fake woke next you've ever moved before you know the fun right oh my god it's not a hassle 
no matter how you slice it, not a pain in the butt. It's not, uh, you know, all these things have to be done before your house can sell inspections, repairs, painting. Oh man. And then just clean up the house every two days. Somebody's going to come look at the house and we're going to have another open house. Oh my gosh. Those are the things I pine for when I'm not selling a house. Somebody else relates to this. It's the people at realestateagentsitrust.com. This is my company. This is a free service to you. Uh, but looking for the best real estate agent. I mean, I don't even know where to start or I didn't. Now I do. I know how to find the best. I know the questions to ask. I know to ask about their marketing plans. I know what's a good marketing plan, what's not a good marketing plan. I know who is the best in your area as far as home sales. Who sold the most? Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Whether you are buying or selling your house, it won't be a hassle. Just find your real estate agent, the right one, at realestateagentsitrust.com. Support free speech by supporting Blaze TV. Use a promo code GLEN to get $30 off your subscription at blazetv.com. We're ashamed to be American. You should probably love it because you have the right to hate it and not get stoned to death in public. As children, we were taught how to walk and talk, but the system wants adults to sit down and shut up. Cancel culture runs the world now. The planet went crazy. Label everything we say as homophobic or racist. If you're white, then you're privileged. Guilty by association. All our childhood heroes got me too'd or they're rapists. They never freed the slaves. They realized that they don't need the chains. They gave us tiny screens. We think we free because we can't see the cage. They knew that race war would be the game they need to play for people to big teams. They used the media to feed the flame they so fake woke facts don't care about feelings they know they won't tell me what to believe in they so fake woke same old safe zones they so fake woke facts don't care about your feelings this is a uh, this is a song by Tom McDonald, uh, who's going to be joining us here in just a couple of minutes. I might actually take a 60 second break and tell you about Built Bar as we wait for him to get on the phone. because I want to have the maximum amount of time with him. Um, uh, Built Bar. If you haven't tried a Built Bar yet, you are really missing out. Built Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein and high fiber. It tastes like a candy bar and yet it is healthy for you. This is a sponsor I went out and I asked, would you sponsor the show? Uh, because I, I really love their product and uh, it took my wife a long time to, I should start listening to my wife. I fight her on a lot of stuff and then she always ends up to be right. Um, but I just, I love it. Uh, made with real chocolate. I have a sweet tooth. I, I mean, it's impossible for me to lose weight because every night I have something sweet. Well, now it's a built bar and it is great. About 110 calories. And again, I say it was made with real chocolate. Don't give up on your resolution. Built Bar is the answer. Go to builtbar.com. Use the promo code Beck. Get 20% off your next order. It's promo code Beck for 20% off at builtbar.com. All right. So do we have, uh, do we have them on yet? Shoot. You know, who would think that a rapper would have a hard time hitting an early morning uh, appointment? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just shocking, 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 shocking. Well, I, 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 I wanted to have him on today. He's a uh, hip-hop artist, uh, and he has now, uh, just on YouTube, 350 million views on his channel. 350 wow. million views. 
Uh, <laughs> wow. The, the latest that he released this weekend is his fourth number one uh, single uh, in the U.S. It hit the iTunes charts and was number one this weekend. Uh, it's still number one. It, he is speaking truth uh, like, I mean, listen to this. I think it's crazy. I'm the one they, who they labeled as controversial. And Cardi B is the role model for 12-year-old girls. Hmm. There's rappers pushing Xanax at the top of the billboard. But if I mention race in a song, I'm scared I'll get killed for it. It's backwards. It's getting exponentially dumb. I love that. It's more difficult to get a job than purchase a gun. Eminem used to gay bash and murder his mom, and now he doesn't want fans if they voted for Trump. <laughs> wow. I think it's crazy how these people scream in facts, but they're fake woke. Hate their neighbor because he wears a mask or he stays home. Has a daughter, but his favorite artist uh, said he slays hoes. Picks her up from school. Music slaps on the way home. Censorship's an issue because they choose what they erase. There's a difference between hate speech and the speech that you hate. Is that not a powerful line? I think Black uh, Lives Matter was the stupidest name when the system's screwing everyone exactly the same. I just want to spend Thanksgiving Day with my food and my family without being accused of celebrating native casualties. We've got so divided as black and white and political. Republicans are bigots, libertards if you're liberal. There's riots in our streets and it's just getting worse. Y'all screaming to fund the police. You're a genius for sure. They're underfunded already. There's, they're way too busy to work. Order food and call the cops and see which, rich, uh, which reaches you first. Segregation is ended. That's a lie in itself. That was a strategy to make us think that we're trying to help. They knew that racism was hot if they designed it to sell. We buy up every single box and divide us ourselves. This guy is really, really good. Really good. Um, use violence to get peace and wonder why it isn't working. It's like sleeping with a football team to try to be a virgin. <laughs> Politicians are for sale and someone always makes the purchase, but it, you and I can't afford it. Our democracy is worthless. If a, Listen to this. If a man has mental illness, call him crazy. Say it silently. When a country's going crazy, we accept it as society. Wow. Get sick and take a mm. pill when the side effects get you high. You get addicted to these rappers dying fighting with sobriety. Censoring the facts turns our children into idiots. They claim it's for our safety. I'll tell you what it really is. Removing information that empowers all the citizens. The truth doesn't damage points of view that are legitimate. They're trying to change a man to a man and a woman. How do we let them making praying? How do we let them make praying a microaggression? Instead of asking God for the strength to keep winning, we cheat to get ahead. And then we ask him for forgiveness. Feminism used to be the most righteous of fights. But these days it feels like they secretly hate guys. I don't trust anyone who bleeds for a week and don't die. No, I'm just kidding. But everything else I said is right. They're so fake woke. Facts don't care about feelings. They know they won't tell me what to believe in. They're so fake. Same old safe zones. So fake woke. Facts don't care about your feelings. Uh, this guy is 
speaking to a, a new generation. Matthew, who's one of the guys who uh, uh, works for me, he's um, our intern right now. Really, really sharp kid. Uh, he's the reason why we were going to have him on. Apparently, he's just not going <clears> to <throat> call in. Um, I mean, it was really smart of him not to, probably. I mean, I'm the kiss of debt for a rapper. No, your yeah. credibility goes through the roof when you're on the Glenn Beck program. Maybe somebody mentioned that to him. <laughs> yeah, they're like, hours. dude, you don't want to <laughs> You don't, no, don't do no. that. Um, you know, and that's saying something. When the guy who looks like a serial killer uh, <laughs> is like, no, I can't be on that guy's show, man. It's bad for my image. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, Matthew wanted, he, he's been pushing it. And, and when, the, when these videos come up to my level from my circle of friends this fast, you know, I don't, and this may come as a surprise to you. I don't have a lot of rapper uh, fans in my friend base. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm stunned. Yeah. Yeah. Not, wow. not often do I get into a friend's car and they're hmm. just, you know, just cranking the rap. Surprising. Um, yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, apparently he has been, you know, big for a while, you know, in a younger set of Americans. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Matthew was telling me, he said, this guy, uh, this guy, I mean, I got in trouble when I was in when I was in college because I took some of the lyrics of one of his songs um, and I tweeted them and it was about mm -hmm. Halloween and he tweeted some of the lyrics of his songs and he said, I don't care what you wear for Halloween. And Matthew uh, was called a racist and bigot and all kinds of names just for retweeting stuff. And I said, so would you say that this was a, a pivot point in your life? Did, 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 did he kind of change your life? And he said, no, no, he made it worse. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but I'm a fan of his. Uh, I wish we would have been able to have him on. Yeah. Kind of sucks. Yeah. But he nailed it. I mean, that's... He, he sums up in those few minutes of a rap song, uh, I think, the feelings of so many tens of millions that's of us. That's why. I mean, 350 million views. Yeah, that's amazing. That's, that's the entire population of America watching it once. Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah, a lot. That's remarkable. And if you've seen the video, I mean, he's gotten in real... It's, it's funny, because... Uh, He's gotten in trouble for everything. What he says, what he looks like, et cetera, et cetera. He's white. He's from Canada. Uh, he is. It's like he kind of has dreads. Right? Yeah. Which and he's. You're got, not supposed to. He's as a gotten white in person, trouble for that. I bet. Uh, because he's, you know. Appropriating culture. Exactly right. And I'm sure he's heard that a million times. Mm -hmm. And that's why he put it in the song. He did a song about coronavirus. Uh, and they hit him for being inaccurate. Some of the words of this. <laughs> really? Did they do I'm, that to Cardi B? I'm always looking for accuracy in my rap yeah, songs. I am too. If it's not accurate too. exactly, uh, fact for fact, I won't listen to it anymore. It's unbelievable. Now, <laughs> we bring this up today because I think there is a, uh, there's a pushback coming, and uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's coming big. The more, so. you, the more you try to stifle people, the more you, can you imagine in America, a realities are where they're going to tell you what is true and what isn't. I mean, who's going to no. believe that? Who is going to believe that? 
and look how fragile we are. This Morgan Wallen country star, yeah. who I'm really not familiar with, but he used the word once that we've heard. Uh, uses It's a word. Are we really so fragile that we can't just say, hey, maybe you shouldn't use that uh, word, and we move on? My mother, no, we've got to destroy his life. I mean, my mother used to say all the time, sticks and stones can break your bones, but words will yes! kill you dead. <laughs> Did she say that? Yeah. Will huh. sticks and stones may break, break your, your bones, bones, but words will start a Nazi huh. revolution. Wow! And anyone who disagrees <laughs> will be dead. That's what she used to tell me. Huh. And apparently, she was right. And she was apparently right. So, she was right. Can you? Huh. By the way, uh, we were we were talking about Morgan Wallen. Um, if you know who he is, he's got the number one album uh, mm-hmm. on the Billboard. Uh, country music album charts top 200 number one three consecutive weeks i told you that they have they've canceled him from everything you know he can't be all in the country music hall of fame all nothing all iHeartRadio, all radio stations aren't playing him anymore uh th- this Spotify, is happening in two days two days apple sirius xm pandora they've all dropped it. gone yeah gone He's been erased. Erased. Essentially, his career is over. And his record label is uh, uh, yeah. suspending his contract. Yeah. Indefinite suspension. Can you do that because the guy said a word? Is that even legal? Wow. Yeah. Here, play, play, the, uh, play the audio. Hey, actually... Hey, y'all too. Hey, take care of this. Oh. Hey, take. Hey, Gracie, take care of this. Okay, so he's he's hammered beyond yeah. belief. Yes, he he's sounds like you when you're doing the I drug voice. I don't know what he's talking about. Take care of this guy. That's what that's, that's what, what he, he sounds like. And it's a friend of his. Yeah. And because he has said the N word. And it's a white guy, right? right? Yeah. Well, and a country music singer, so yes. you know what? <laughs> They're I mean, both white. He though. probably has the Dukes of Hazard uh, car, probably. Uh, you know, in his garage, mm-hmm. and uh, probably his whole chest is covered with Confederacy stuff. <laughs> uh, so he's he's now been erased, and I, and we asked this during the Trump uh, impeachment, where they were. Where they literally went in and an FBI agent changed a letter as evidence from the negative to the positive. So they took the facts and just reversed the facts. They did it intentionally so they could give it to the FISA courts so they could have absolute unfettered access to this guy's life. Well, as it turns out, he didn't have anything going on in his life that was wrong. But when we found out that that's what they did to the FISA, I said, if they can do this to the president of the United States, you don't think they're going to do it to you? If they're doing this yeah. to Morgan Wallen and losing his job, being erased, do you think they're going to have a problem with you? If we don't start standing up in our own businesses and when they say, we're going to have uh, one of these... Nope, we're not. I'm not going. I'm not going. You cannot teach me. I believe in Martin Luther King's dream. 
I believe in his vision that we're all created equal and that there is going to be a time when you'll judge people by the content of their character. I'm sorry. Anti-racism is hate speech. It is. You're teaching people to hate other people. I'm not a racist. I don't agree with racists. I think we need to work on racism, but not by, not by really taking a, a, a group of people and turning them into a pariah, turning them into the dregs of society. That's not the way we do it. It's not the way we do it. And I'm, I won't participate in anything that you say I have to participate in. And if you are unwilling to do that today in your office, you're not going to get braver because it's going to get harder. If you're not willing to stand up in your local school district board meeting, or if you're not willing to go to the school and say these things because, well, I don't want to get my child in trouble. I don't want to get in trouble. Trouble's coming your way. If you're not willing to do it now, it, you won't do it. You won't do it. No matter what you tell yourself, you won't do it if you won't do it when it's easiest. Because it's going to get much harder. So iTunes dropped Morgan Wallen because they were outraged and they're not going to play him on any of their music services. Although they will cash in uh, on 30% of all of his sales. In, in, on iTunes' uh, top songs in the country, he holds 8 of the top 10, 14 of the top 20, and 21, over half of the top 40. Uh, wait, wait I, did you have conviction? Uh, or is this, is this about positioning yourself, Apple? And allowing you to continue to make a lot of money off of his work. I mean, it is, it's an oligarchy. And you shall not question. More on that next hour. I want to talk to you a little bit about Rectech. Uh, Rectech is just this, just the greatest way. This is what you want to have on your back porch or your, your patio. If you like to smoke food or if you like to uh, grill food, you need a Rectech. It is built like a tank. I mean, it's really built like a 56 Buick. It's out of heavy steel. Um, it is um, high, high tech. Uh, it has automatic sensors that will keep the heat at a consistent temperature the whole time so it can start to rain outside or get cold all of a sudden and it will increase the heat on the inside it will tell you when your food is cooked perfectly i want you to go a b compare if you're looking for something that will help you really grill some great food smoke some great meat there's nothing that will compare to a rectech they've cut out the middleman and put all the extra money into the product so literally Price for price, pound for pound, there is no comparison. But check it out yourself, rectech.com. That's R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. Rectech with a Q at the end. R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. Check it out.
America, if we want to convince our friends and our neighbors and those who are just really good people and still vote for Democrats and don't see what's coming, we need to change our language. And there are two words that we have to stop using. And I'll give you the replacement word here, but it is vital. Not only is it an immediate game stopper when you use these words, I think, um, but it also is inaccurate and this is a new position of mine it's uh i think i've kind of become enlightened a little bit in the first hundred days of joe biden and i'll tell you about that in 60 seconds yes that would be me hey i want to talk to you about um relief factor jeffrey is from texas He's the, you know, he runs his own auto detailing business. He rides a motorcycle. By the way, he's 71. Jeffrey went through a period where it was hard for him to do any of that because severe knee and lower back pain. My mother always said, don't ride a motorcycle. Jeffrey, there you go. Everybody starts to get aches and pains when they age, especially when you live life to the fullest like Jeffrey does. But he wasn't going to take that lying down. So he tried Relief Factor, decided to give it a try, worked out for him, continues to work for him every day. He got his life back with Relief Factor, and you can too. Relief Factor, not a drug, but developed by doctors, and 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. You can order the three-week quick start for only $19.95, so you have nothing to lose except your pain. I know I got my life back with Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com or call 800-583-84. ReliefFactor.com, 800-583-84. So last night, if you're watching my special live on Pluto or on the live Blaze TV uh, stream, you may have noticed some technical issues. Apparently, our broadcast partner experienced an outage up in the Northeast, and the show is available now on demand at blazetv.com and on Blaze TV YouTube. It will also re-air tonight at 8 p.m. on Pluto and Blaze TV. Um, by the way, if you're a subscriber, you always get the best deal because my live shows are always available right at 9 on demand. So we appreciate your support and uh, thank you so much for watching. And if you missed it last night, I'll give you a little bit of recap, but um, it's a really important show, really important show. And I'm going to give you a couple of the highlights from last night's broadcast that I think you need to be aware of. Um, you know, because I've I've played the audio before, um, but uh, John Kerry uh, has been talking to the World Economic Forum. Now, he is our climate czar who just got in trouble because, you know, he flew a giant, what, Global Express uh, so, uh, you know, so he could do his climate uh, work and added tons of carbon. When asked about it, he said, well, it's, I mean, <laughs> I mean, people like me, this is the only choice. No, it's not. No, it's, it's really not. Well, he's busy, though. He's, no, I know, and we're not. It's no. like, you know, it's like you're waiting, not busy. He is. It's like waiting for doctors. It really pisses me off. Really, I have to be there on time because mm-hmm. the doctor is so busy. I'm not. Right. Then you be on time too, Doc. It goes both ways. Be on time, mm-hmm. uh, and we're all busy. But they think that they're so important. They think that what they're doing 
is the most important thing. And so and honestly, without them, what would we do? That's what they really believe. So here's what Joe. Uh, here's what Joe Biden's new um, climate uh, czar had to say uh, at the World Economic Forum. Listen. Are we expecting too much too soon uh, from the new president or is he going to deliver first day uh, on this uh, topics? Uh, the answer to your question is no, you're not expecting too much. And yes, it will happen. And I think it will happen with greater speed and with greater intensity than a lot of people might imagine. I will tell you this is true. I told you about a story yesterday about Coca-Cola and what they're doing with their attorneys. Uh, I was just looking up some things. I was Googling, you know, uh, businesses associated in putting a, co- a can of Coke on the shelf. And I was trying to just see how many how many businesses outside of the Coke family. Well, I found something uh, that was really interesting. It was the distributor, the Coca-Cola distributor in Europe. And it's a, about a hundred page document. And it is all the Great Reset. They're already deep into this deep into this and they at one point in this document they say to justify our business license we are doing x y and z in communities to justify your business license wow that's what's coming now john Kerry, the climate czar that is now a position that is on the National Security Council. He was speaking at the World Economic Forum on Biden's intentions for the Great Reset, the global plan to use coronavirus and climate change to change our societies globally forever. It is an oligarchy. Now, the video was there was another video that I played for you uh, last night on TV. It was tweeted out by the World Economic Forum. Then it was immediately deleted uh, after people started freaking out because I have up on the screen now the last phrase, uh, frame of it. Uh, and it's about, you know, what life is going to be like in 2030 from the World Economic Forum. It tells all kinds of scary things. But then it says you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. And when you can think about that, you can wow. be like, oh, OK, I'm going to be happy because I'm not going to own a car. I'll take an Uber. Uh, maybe I, I won't even own clothes. It'll be rent the runway. Uh, I won't own my own house. You, you'll just be so much more free. Except the things that you're using are not free. You may not own them, but who does? If you don't own your house, you have a landlord. If you don't own your car, you have somebody that does. And it will be these giant corporations that will own everything. And so you will always be renting from these people because you can't have private property because there won't be private property anymore. Global corporations and the global elite are merging into one is this what you want for your children ownership shifting from the people to a co-op between big corporations and the government used to be something the left condemned we all did it's it's where you get crony capitalism and it is the reason why we hate government so much it's how a politician can never i mean He never holds up real job 
He starts when he's young. He has no money, no so-called outside um, interests, no no other income coming in. And yet, after 50 years, an elected official, somehow magically, he becomes a multimillionaire. And so does the rest of his family. How does that happen? Well, the rest of the world accepts it. Eastern Europe, Russia, China, that's just the way things work. It's called an oligarchy. And Democrats are helping to use the Biden administration as the catalyst to shift power from you to them. It's really important that we explain this to our friends and family. The excuse to merge these businesses in government is the coronavirus and climate change. But progressives, see, this is where I this is where I went wrong. Progressives in the 1930s, they were about Marxism and we think it's about Marxism, but it's not. In the old days, the progressives, they used the Great Depression for their change. And there's a reason why the modern left idolizes FDR so much. And it has nothing to do with winning the war. It has everything to do with the New Deal. He orchestrated a catastrophic change in the American experiment. You remember when Doc told Marty, we can't go, we can't go back. And he took the chalkboard out and he, had, he showed the timeline and it split off. So this 1985 is not the same 1985. Biff Tanner, Biff owns the casino. He's married to your mother, Lorraine. Okay. We can go back to the original timeline. Marty couldn't, but we can. The original timeline was to form a more perfect union. To set the maximum amount of people free with the minimum amount of control. To make sure that we took care of all citizens and we viewed all citizens the same. No matter their background, no matter what family they came from, no matter their job, no matter their wealth or their poverty, everyone was joined the same. And we had the same rights. Well, that was an experiment. Nobody had ever tried that before. And we're not doing it anymore, and we haven't done it. Back in 1933, the Great Reset was sold here in America as the National Recovery Administration. It's the old NRA, not the gun one. It's the old Blue Eagle. Private businesses, unions, and government, they all got together. And they got to de- together, and <laughs> we did our research on this, and we were amazed. Do you know why they got together? All in the name of fairness and equity. Not equality. Equity. Equality is we all have an equal shot. Equity means we all have an equal outcome. In 1933, he proposed a new public-private partnership where the federal government was able to tell business owners how much they could pay their workers, what they could or couldn't sell, and they had price controls. It was an unmitigated disaster. Supreme Court later declared it unconstitutional. But much of it was snuck in and changed America because of the Wagner Act in 1935. But I'm not bringing this up because it's already been tried and already been put into place in many places. And this is why we have such problems. I want to talk about plagiarism. I want to talk about how FDR 
engaged in plagiarism. Because somebody had already done this private business and government thing and codified it in into law five years earlier than he proposed it. It was called the National Council of Corporations. And it was established by Benito Mussolini. This public-private partnership is fascistic. It is fascistic. Now, I don't want to get into terms like socialism, national socialism, because socialists and communists and everything, Bernie Sanders and AOC and the Democrat, uh, the Democratic uh, Socialists of America, they're the only ones that are actually fighting for that. Everybody else is smarter and everyone else like John Kerry and, and, and Joe Biden, which I will show you here in a minute. They all know they're not working for national socialism. They know they're not doing that. They are working for an oligarchy. That's what they that's what they're actually building, where the elites fall into two classes, the billionaire CEOs and their corporations and the government collaborators who also get rich off of those companies. China is not a China uh, is not a communist country as we understand it. it. It was a new model. So you have the elites in the government and you have the elites that say, prove to me I should give you a business license. And if they comply with whatever those elites in the government say, well, then they get that business license. And of course, you're going to have to share the wealth just a little bit and help us out. Everyone else outside of those two classes, you're a subject. You're a consumer. For these corporations, you will consume. 1.3 billion people in China, they don't, it doesn't matter. They could live, die, they don't care. They're just consumers. Well, we were on this timeline. And what did we do? We believed in small government. The government shouldn't get involved in business affairs. Well, that all went out the window with FDR, with this private-public partnership idea. We believe we shouldn't get into foreign entanglements. Not only did we change that in World War I and World War II, we, went, we doubled down. Because we had the bomb, we never had a standing army ever. Because we had the bomb now, we said, whoa, 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 we have got to build this gigantic military. And we will be the policemen of the world. But not only that, we're going to be the bankers of the world. You're all going to use our currency. You want to talk about foreign entanglements. You now have a global military and a global dollar. So we flushed that down. And when we had the bomb, now what we have to do is we have to get the elites in universities to, to, to help us make new bombs. We need them to do science for the War Department. And we need the best economic minds in universities and we'll fund them on how to spend, spend, spend. And we need these great minds to advise our government on how to fix problems in our society. Because government now has to heal all. We took all of these things 
and we institutionalized them. We got off of the constitutional path of the smallest government that can hold safety for the biggest amount of free people. But there was somebody who spoke up, and I want to talk to you about that in one minute. Uh, Our sponsor this half hour is Timeshare Termination. If you bought a timeshare, you're probably really tired of getting screwed. I mean, it might have sounded like a good idea at the time. Maybe somebody in your life said you shouldn't do that, but they made a really good case. And you thought, you know, we're always going to love this. And now you're not using it or you can't use it when you want to. You're paying all kinds of maintenance fees for it. Uh, Call Timeshare Termination Team. You know, there's a lot of people out there that are like, we'll help you get out. And they don't help you get out. This is a legal way to terminate your timeshare. TimeshareTerminationTeam.com. 100% money back exit guarantee. So if you're not exit, if you don't have an exit at the end, you get all of your money back. And you can save 20% on this now if you call 888-GET-YOU-OUT, 888-438-8688, or go to TimeshareTerminationTeam.com and use my name, Beck. You tell them that I sent you, and uh, you'll get 20% off now. TimeshareTerminationTeam.com. 10-second station ID. So we played this for you, I think, late last week. The farewell address of the greatest military leader of the 20th century eisenhower he's the guy who pulled off the d-day invasion he's the guy who went in and finally crushed germany greatest military guy he becomes president and in his farewell address because we're now having to have a standing army he warns us The guy whose whole life was dedicated to the military now says, hey, America, you need to watch out because we have to have a standing army now because of the bomb. This is going to change things. And he warned about what everybody is always knows, the military industrial complex. Well, that's not all he warned about. He wasn't warning just about Lockheed Martin. He was warning, and he went in great detail, but you never hear this part of the speech, great detail about our universities. Our universities are going to start chasing the money from the federal government. And so when there's money, they will change, and they will not have honest questions anymore. They'll be trying to come up with the answer for the people that have the money. Be careful. Because not only are you worried about the universities and the the industrial complex, but he said a whole group of industries now are going to start to merge, in his words, in tech. And they will start to merge with the government. He was warning about an oligarchy. That's what he was warning about. I mean, if that's not Babe Ruth pointing to the fence and saying, I'm going to hit it here. How many government officials have gotten rich? How many government officials have their friends and family gotten rich just off of climate change? The push to go green. How rich did the medical industry get when the government stepped in? 
Why were big, big insurance companies for the government stepping in? Why? Why is Facebook now begging for regulation? I heard an ad today that was from paid for by Facebook that said, please tell the government we want regulation. Why? How rich did our universities get? Let me ask you this. Why did Biden kill the XL, the XL Keystone Pipeline? The environment, right? He cares about the environment. Do you know that it is more dangerous to move all of this oil, which is going to be moved on the railroads? That's how it's going to be moved now instead of the oil pipeline. So if you cared about the environment, you would worry about the short term, the effects of oil spills on trains, not the pipeline. But there's something else that happened with that whole pipeline thing. Mm. Something else that Joe Biden talked about this fall and nobody really paid attention to. More in a second. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, let me tell you one thing I've learned about men ever since being informed by my wife. It's that we're simple people. Darn right. She might have said simple-minded, but I take it a different way. We are clear thinking and simple thinking. We are, we're simple. We have simple desires like steak. Right, Pat? Yes. Could you eat steak three meals a day and for snacks? Every day. Every yes. day. For Every the rest day. of your life. Mm-hmm. And you're not joking, are you? No, I'm not. I'm not either. I've could, almost done it before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could do it every day for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Women, they can't. Now, you want the perfect steak. You got to have great food. You have to have a great steak to start with. And then you need the perfect grill. When you put those two together, it is, it's a match made in heaven. May I suggest Rectech. If you're looking for a new grill or smoker, man, Rectech is the best. Go to Rectech.com, R-E-C-T-E-Q, Rectech with a Q, dot com, and A-B Compare. There's nothing in its category. Check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, every weekday, 7 to 9 Eastern, or anywhere you get your podcasts anytime you want. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We were talking about the public-private partnership that has really started in the 20th century with, with FDR, where he started to try to merge something that, that Benito Mussolini did, the Council of uh, Corporations, uh, that's what you had in fascistic countries is you had all of these corporations. They were oligarchs. They would become rich because they would get the permission to make all the products and do all the things. And if you weren't in favor, uh, well, you didn't get a business license to do things. This may sound crazy to you, but as I'm doing research yesterday, Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola, which we told you about yesterday, was part of this big reset thing. Uh, and I am no longer going to use a Coke product to the best of my ability. They own so many things. 
but uh, I won't have Coke anymore. And it is my favorite. I love Coca-Cola. Never, ever again. They, Coca-Cola, in one of their uh, bottling companies, the European bottling arm of Coca-Cola, they've already adopted all of this stuff, all of the Great Reset. And they actually have a page that they say justifies their business license. It's all the things we do for the community. It's, it's, it's coming your way. And that's why these big corporations are doing what they're doing, because they know that all of these bad ideas, the government, uh, I mean, we don't trust the government anymore, right? Okay. We never have really thought government was competent, ever. It never is. But we did trust our, our jury system. Do you trust it anymore? Nope. You trust the FBI? Nope. Do you trust the media? Nope. Do you trust uh, giant corporations? Nike? Nope. Do you trust the banks? Nope. So now the idea is to take all of those and roll them into one. So the government will actually control the banks and the corporations in a public-private partnership. I mean, you're still free. You're still free. But you'll, you'll have to work with the government, and they'll have certain things that they are going to require. This is what's coming, and I can't ring this bell loudly enough. It's already here. Why, why did we cancel the pipeline, the, key, uh, the XL Keystone pipeline? Why did we do that? Well, because of environment, right? Okay, maybe, maybe. I can make an argument that rail travel for that amount of oil is really dangerous compared to the oil pipeline, and I'd win that argument. But maybe they say, well, we just don't want any kind of permanent infrastructure at all because we're going to get off that. Okay, maybe. Maybe, then why aren't you, why are you holding up China as some great example? Because they're not. Was it for the environment or was it because, or at least partially because Warren Buffett's railroad, BNSF, is going to be transporting all of that oil? Now, that's quite a charge to make, but I would like to know, were you consulted about the Keystone Pipeline? If you were working on it, if you live in South Dakota, did Joe Biden talk to you about it? And I mean, even just coming to your union, coming to your state and saying, look, I know this is huge for you, but I want to talk to you about it because we have a real, a real opportunity. Did he? Back in October, Joe Biden said to a group of investors, uh, I've got a I just got off the phone with Warren Buffett and uh, we were talking about how we're in a position, unlike we were 50, 70 or 80 years ago, to lead the whole damn world in a way that no one else can. OK, so he talked to Warren Buffett about it, but I haven't heard that plan. Have you? What is that plan? If Warren Buffett likes it, okay, maybe, because, you know, Warren Buffett's good at stuff like this. I'd like to know that conversation, because Joe hasn't had that conversation with us. And I can damn well bet you Warren Buffett knew the XL pipeline was going to be canceled. But you didn't. I mean, he said he was going to do it, 
But did he talk to you about it? Because I know he talked to Warren Buffett. See, this is the kind of things that you, you this is why we don't trust anything. Billions of dollars are going to people and the oligarchy grows. So this is what Eisenhower was warning about. But then when LBJ came in, he doubled down on the Biff Casino. He doubled down on that future. He brought government private collusion to a whole new level. He included education, medical, and a whole bunch of other private sectors that were brought together with the government, all in the name of waging the war on poverty. Poverty hasn't changed. The war on poverty is the biggest $21 trillion boondoggle in the history of mankind. Now, they put all of this together. They've been trying to do public-private partnerships, which is fascism. We call it today an oligarchy. But when they originally started to propose it, it was fascism. So now this oligarchy is going. And if FDR, Wilson, and LBJ were the ones that really put this train on the track, the one to bring it into the station is Joe Biden. Now, Obama came, and I think he actually, well, I think Michelle is an actual ideologue. I'm not sure if Barack loves his Marxist ideas as much as he likes power and money. Because he got into office, and he was a radical. And he radically transformed America, but he didn't put, it, he didn't put the finishing polish on it. He didn't finish it. He didn't kick the door closed. That's going to be... Joe Biden that is doing that. He's doing that right now. Do you remember Michelle Obama? The reason why I say she was a, an ideologue, we've played this a million times, but I want you to listen to this. This is Michelle Obama in Puerto Rico. After she gave this speech, they took her off the campaign trail. Listen. Barack knows that we are going to have to make sacrifices. We are going to have to change our conversation. We're going to have to change our traditions, our history. We're going to have to move into a different place uh, as a nation to provide the kind of future that we all want. I remember playing that for the first time in 07 and 08 and going, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Does anybody want that? And the fundamental transformation. We're going to have to change our conversation, our history, our tradition. And it really it scared uh, the crap out of me because I knew she believed it. But I couldn't really imagine how that was going to happen. Well, look how our conversations have changed for 50 percent of the country. We don't talk to the other 50 percent. Our conversations are not about principles anymore. They're all about policies. And look at the conversation. And let's just take let's just take the border wall. Bill Clinton built a border wall for crying out loud. Bernie Sanders used to be strict on border security. And now immigration, if you're not for blanket amnesty, no questions asked, open borders, you're a Nazi. That's a change in our conversation. Race relations, we went from all people are equal and judged by the content of their character, trying to move that forward every day, to now, if you're white, you're a racist. No questions asked, period, no way out, no redemption. The economy, let's, let's talk about that one. 
Is there really even a conversation between the Republicans and Democrats on printing money? No, they don't care. Have you heard anybody that's really serious talking about cutting taxes in the Republican Party? Really serious? I mean, a a Calvin Coolidge, Ronald Reagan kind of talk. What about our traditions and our history? We have torn down the statues of Confederate soldiers in the South. At the same time, we've torn down statues of George Washington, Ben Franklin, Abraham Lincoln. We're being told that MLK was wrong by the elites as they do their best to erase him from history. Our traditions of baseball, basketball, football were destroyed over the summer over a fake controversy over something we all agreed on. All of us agreed priest police brutality is wrong and has to stop. We all agreed on that. And our traditions were changed forever. Our faith is on the ropes. The idea, the basic American idea of blind justice has become social justice. The idea of innocent until proven guilty, that's over. That's over. Our tradition of the scientific method has all been but destroyed. I remember back in the day when Bush was president, there wasn't a question over who was a man and who was a woman. There were new arguments whether a biological male could use the women's bathroom or compete in female sports. Our traditions, our history, gone. When Trump, when he he tried to counter the 1619 Project, something the authors say is not based in fact... When he tried to counter it with facts from 1776 in the 1776 report, they came out of the woodwork to condemn it. Would that have happened in 2002? Not a chance. Would have happened in 2008? Not a chance. They have changed everything. Everything. Conversations, history, traditions, Thanksgiving. Is that the same? Everything was set to power on to a full government corporate oligarchy. Not what the anarchists want. So they'll have to be quelled at some point. Warning. Uh, Not what conservatives want. I don't think what most Democrats want. But that's what you're going to get. Come hell or high water. There's a new report out that is really quite remarkable. It is. uh, It's from the uh, World Economic Forum, and it's their global report on the trust in the world, their trust barometer. It's it's quite amazing. Last year. uh, No, two years ago, I did a show after talking internally to my staff for about six months, and I didn't know how to present it because it was enormous. It took took an entire, how big is that chalkboard in the think tank? 20 feet, 30 feet? It took an entire chalkboard 30 feet to write it down. And it was all the things that I said we need to keep an eye on because here's what's happening. And I did a show about, uh, I think it's seven steps that we had to watch. And I said, I don't know what order they're coming in. 
but this is what's going to happen. And it's going to lead, and I didn't even understand it at the time, to a new world order. That new world order is called the Great Reset. I'm going to show you those seven things and the chalkboard that I did on it. And then I'm going to show you and can go over the World Economic Forum's chalkboard. Exactly the same thing. They just released theirs, but they have a plan. They can fix all those things. Um, because they're just going to develop a new world order, a, a great reset. That's coming up. My Patriot Supply, no matter what the future begins. Boy, did you hear Harry? Um, oh, what was his name uh, yesterday? Harry uh, Dent. Harry Dent was on. He's an uh, economic uh, advisor and economist and an author. Holy cow. He and a couple of other people that uh, are, you know, economic minded say that we are headed for the Great Reset uh, times 10. Uh, he was talking about the Great Depression as being something that we're not going to we're, we're going to look back and go, oh, those days never come back. Um, it was frightening yesterday. Uh, if he's right, if he's right, uh, we are not prepared and you need to do everything you can do to keep your family safe and keep your family out of the clutches of a government. You do not want to be dependent on anybody. You want to be a help to neighbors, not dependent. So whether it's something that big, which I hope to God not, but or a natural disaster, the natural disasters happen all the time because, you know, global warming. Please check out My Patriot Supply. Their food storage stays fresh for 25 years in proper storage. They're never, you're never going to go hungry or stand in a government food line if you've gone to My Patriot Supply. America's leader in emergency food storage. Secure a four-week, three-month, even a one-year emergency food kit. 2,000 calories a day. Food storage you need before the emergency. Food kits, uh, food kits ship in one to two days. They arrive discreetly at your door. Don't wait. Now is the time to prepare for the future. It's MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Yeah, this is the Glenn Beck Program. Glad you're here. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm going to give you the... Uh, I'm going to give you the rest of the story on the uh, oligarchy and what is happening now based on those seven things I said to watch for. Uh, they've happened. They've happened. And as I said, I didn't know what order they would happen in and I didn't know how they would happen. But uh, they were the warning sign that I felt prompted uh, to write down. Uh, the warning sign of, okay, when it begins, these are your signs. And uh, I, 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 uh, <laughs> I just warn you, things are going to get harder before they get better. And you need to be aware of what's going on. It's vital that you stay in touch. You can find this whole show on blazetv.com slash Glenn. 
tonight, eight o'clock. Let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's Keeps. Uh, they uh, they are keeping the blaze on the air this half hour. We appreciate that. Uh, if you are losing your hair, don't freak out about it, man. Every every guy goes through this. Well, most guys do. The other guys piss me off. But anyway, uh, all you have to do is go to Keeps. You just take a few pictures of your hair. You send it in. They look at it with a licensed doctor. They write you a prescription. Then they uh, send you the uh, medication that will help you keep your hair. The hair loss treatment, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash save. For 50% off your first order, Keeps.com slash save. that is going on right now it's a war of words it's being it being battled uh with thoughts and speech right now and it is a battle between the elites i know what's right for you and everyone else here's what you're going to do here's what you're going to say here's what you're going to think here's what you can read or not read and those of us who are kind of looking out going no i think everybody should make their own decisions There's something written down on an old scrap of paper I remember saying that we had certain inalienable rights. Well, there is a battle and it is beginning to really be waged in the culture, the culture war. And I want to introduce you to a huge warrior on that front. This weekend, he released a new uh, uh, released a new song called Fake Woke. It went from zero views to 3.5 million views in just a couple of days. Over 350 million views on his YouTube channel. His name is Tom McDonald. He joins us in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Sharon lives in Kansas. She writes in, our pit bull, Molly, is a rescue. Very rough shape when we adopted her 10 months ago. She responded well to high-quality dog chow, but her coat still had a strong smell that bathing didn't eliminate. She's now been on rough greens for several weeks now. She likes eating it on her food, and her coat smells much, much better. She's also more energetic, and her other issues are resolving nicely. We'll be keeping her on rough greens for sure. Thank you. Thank you for telling us about Rough Greens. Rough Greens isn't a dog food, but it's a supplement that you sprinkle on the food. Dogs love it because it tastes amazing. Meanwhile, they're getting all the vitamins and minerals and other things that are going to contribute to a healthy life for them. You care about your dog just as much as I do. Try Rough Greens. Do the jump start. Just see if your dog will eat it for a couple of weeks. Uh, And then if they love it as much as I think you will, you order more and you watch the difference in your dog. Your dog won't be the same in three months. At least I don't. My dog did wasn't. Pat's dog wasn't. Stu's dog wasn't the same. Rough Greens. R-U-F-F Greens dot com slash Beck. That's Rough Greens dot com slash Beck. (laughs) 
Tom McDonald is a Canadian hip hop artist and producer currently based in the United States. Uh, he initially went viral with his song Dear Rappers in 2017. Since then, he has independently produced, released, and amassed uh, enough body of work to, uh, to have 350 million views on his YouTube channel alone. Millions of monthly listeners on Spotify and tallied hundreds of thousands of physical album sales. Most recently, Tom released Fake Woke, his fourth number one single in the U.S. on iTunes charts. Uh, and it is now over, what, 3.5 million views now. Tom, welcome to the program. Mr. Glenn Beck, thanks for having me, Dan. <laughs> you bet. Um, so, Tom, uh, you know, and this may come as a surprise to you. Uh, I'm not really down uh, in the rap scene all that often. Uh, but when my but when my circle of friends start sending me videos over the weekend, as they did, uh, and said, you've got to watch this and listen to it. Uh, it, it, it says something about your impact on culture. I want to play just a little bit of your song here so we can talk about it and people know what we're talking about. Sure. Got it, Sarah? Here it comes. We're ashamed to be American. You should probably love it because you have the right to hate it and not get stoned to death in public. As children, we were taught how to walk and talk, but the system wants adults to sit down and shut up. Cancel culture runs the world now. The planet went crazy. Label everything we say as homophobic or racist. If you're white, then you're privileged. Guilty by association. All our childhood heroes got me too or the rapists. They never freed the slaves. They realized that they don't need the chains. They gave us tiny screens. We think we free because we can't see the cage. They knew that race war would be the game they need to Play for people to big teams, they use the media to feed the flame. They so fake woke, facts don't care about feelings. They know they so the song is called Fake Woke, and Tom, I, I have to tell you, I, I just have to ask you some questions. Says nobody trusts anybody anymore. Nobody is who they say they are anymore. <laughs> sure. Uh, kind of what your song is about. You look scary. Uh, I do. I do. I think you look a little scary. Serial killer, white power guy. I don't know, but I'd like to. Have you ever killed anybody? Not not only on only on record. Okay. All right. Um, But I I just want to because you get a uh, a rap, no pun intended, um, of being anti-feminist, racist. I mean, I get all of those things, too. But I want to make clear that. You're none of those things, right? No, absolutely not. I mean, man, these are just like, it just seems these days, like everybody is so polarized from one another. If there's like a difference in opinion, especially if it's regarding race or something on the LGBTQ spectrum or something like that, if there's a difference in opinion, it's like one side is automatically just, he's a racist, he's homophobic, he's anti-feminist. He's, these are just labels that, that people who I, I I think that this, they have a difference in opinion and, and instead of, you know, talking it out or, or, or understanding somebody else's perspective, it's, they'd rather just throw labels and scream on the Internet. 
um, you write, uh, your writing is really brilliant. You say, I think it's crazy. I'm the one who labeled as controversial. Cardi B is the role model for 12 year old girls. Rappers pushing Xanax at the top of the billboard. But if I mention race in a song, I'm scared I'll get killed for it. It's backwards. I love this line. It's getting exponentially dumb, more difficult to get a job than purchase a gun. Eminem used to gay bash and murder his mom. And now he doesn't want fans if they voted for Trump. Yeah, I said that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, your your lyrics uh, are uh, are not exactly Cardi B lyrics. I mean, uh, and it's it's hard to find something that is controversial today. But I don't think you're trying to be controversial. Maybe you are. Um, it seems to me this is coming from you, and you're just stating the truth as you see it. Is that do I have it right? Yeah, I'd say that's accurate. Um, a lot of people like to label this stuff as controversial and, and, and stuff like that. But um, I think it's really just more uh, an issue. Of, it's just uncommon for people to, especially in today's world, um, kind of honestly speak their feelings or their opinions on stuff. And I think it that that's so uncommon because people are scared of being canceled or crucified on the internet. Um, I think it's just so uncommon that when somebody uh, steps up and says those things, I think a lot of people immediately um, just start screaming, oh, he's being controversial on purpose or she's clickbaiting us or whatever. Um, and I think it's just that it's, they're just not used to um, hearing people speak their minds. Um, are you familiar with who uh, Morgan Wallen is? The country artist? No. So here's a country artist. He is uh, iTunes. What oh, was it? Oh, I know who I know who you're talking about. Yeah. This is a really recent story. He uh, he's mm-hmm. getting canceled because he had was drunk and it was screaming like a racial slur or something. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was. He said about a friend who I think was down on the sidewalk. He looked at another friend about his friend and said, uh, "Take care of that ps mother effing." uh n-word <laughs> so uh uh you know not something that I, I you know i say or want my friends to say but he wasn't being malicious and one way or another there are consequences for everybody's action but he has been canceled he has zero airplay in america today his contract was canceled uh, uh spotify dropped him uh itunes music dropped him mm-hmm. who else uh, Clear Cumulus, Cumulus, iHeartRadio. I mean, it's. Uh, you have any thoughts on that? Um, I mean, I think I don't think it's acceptable, sort of by anyone's standards, ever to use that word, regardless of, of its context. I mean, that's just my personal feelings. Um, especially like being in, in, in hip hop and immersed in black culture. That's not something that like, I would never say that publicly in private. It's just not, correct. It's not, not something that I do. Um, even when I'm singing rap lyrics by like my favorite rappers and I'm by myself doing dishes in my kitchen, I'm omitting those parts of the songs. I'm just not comfortable personally with saying that. Um, so, so I agree with you 110%. I am exactly the same way. I don't like that word. Um, I don't like it. I don't like it used casually or, you know, obviously in hatred or whatever. I don't like it. And he shouldn't have used the word. 
But that being said, though, um, I feel like I saw the post that I saw last night was he had been canceled and he had been dropped and stuff like that. But I saw they took over like five or six of the top 10 spots on um, iTunes. iTunes charts. Yeah, I find it interesting that iTunes music would make sure they don't play them on any of their stations. But they'll still make 30 percent, you know, on on all of the sales of his music. He's now eight of the top 10, 14 of the top 20. Uh, Did he knock me at a number one? Uh, yeah, he knocked. Well, no, this is is this uh, all music? It's on the country chart. On the country chart. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Like, you know, man, I think for largely like the canceling that's going on right now is is ridiculous. I think that if you hear something that you don't like, then you switch the radio station. If Mm -hmm. you see something that you don't like seeing, you change the channel. If you don't like what you're reading, you close the book. Uh, All of this, like canceling largely, in my opinion, is is ridiculous. Um, Sometimes I think that it's kind of justified. And I think that maybe in this instance, it it is. Um, But I also feel like Mm -hmm. these days, Americans in North America are obsessed with what they don't like, especially on the internet. So it's like you could release the greatest song in the world. You could be the most PC person ever. Um, and you can have a righteous movement and your branding can be perfect. You can be America's sweetheart and get very, very little traction, um, as a musician or right. uh, as an actor or whatever. But the second that you're doing things that ruffle feathers or uh, pick people off, um, it seems like people just flock to that. And in their attempt to sort of exploit your mistakes and quote unquote cancel you, I think a lot of the times they just end up blowing those people up, which is, so might, be, might be part of the case uh, with this artist, I know for sure that I made music for a long time um, that that weren't about my you know personal opinions, and I wasn't trying to intentionally ruffle feathers of people. And I made music for eight years and and m- m- had very little impact. And the second I started saying things that I was thinking privately, yeah. um, people that didn't like it ended up promoting me to such a degree that I yep. found my people at this point. Yeah. We're talking to so, we're talking to Tom McDonald. Who currently holds the number one spot uh, on iTunes. Um, uh, he he has a uh, new song out called "Fake Woke." It it was released um, over the weekend and has just been viral and just stormed the country um, and North America. Uh, Tom, is the reason you do your own? You are your own producer. Um, you're an independent artist. You don't have anybody. You're doing it yourself. Um, I know another artist was the first to, I think, go number one on the charts with his as an independent artist. Um, and the freedom he it gives him is remarkable. Is is? Do you think you'd be the same if you had to live in a box of a record label? Uh, I think it, I think it'd be night and day. Um, not only is it more lucrative financially to do this stuff independently, um, but I've maintained a hundred percent of my artistic integrity. And I know for, (coughs) pardon me, I know for a fact that if I put my name on a line somewhere, um, my, 
like I spoke a minute ago about uh, um, being America's sweetheart, they, it's very easy in America to clean up a mess. Um, uh, for example, if you if you look at uh, Kim Kardashian, she she is she essentially. Um, and my girlfriend loves her and she's America's sweetheart. And she essentially blew up off of having a sex tape. Um, and now she's America's sweetheart. And I think that's a testament to an America, no matter how dirty and messy things get, you throw enough money at it and, uh, you can clean it up and, and rebrand the whole thing. And I'm pretty sure that something like that, or I'm certain something like that would happen if I signed to a label they're going to clean up everything. They're probably going to erase all my old music off the internet. They're going to rebrand it. I'm going to have very little say in uh, w- what type of music I'm making. And I'll probably be jumping around in music videos, uh, singing about Xanax and cough syrup. Like else. <laughs> all right. Back in uh, just a second with uh, Tom McDonald. Uh, one minute and then we're back. Let me tell you about our uh, sponsor. It's Patriot Mobile. The age of big mobile having the only corner on the market is over. It's time to wake up. You're an adult. You've seen cell phones and cell phone companies change like crazy. I mean, remember the big, huge brick phones that we used to have, the Motorola's? Uh, I mean, look look where we are now. I mean, 20 years ago, uh, we didn't have smartphones. Look at it now. And everyone is on the same tower, all these companies. So when you switch to a place like Patriot Mobile, you're going to get the same kind of service that you get through a big mobile company like Verizon. But there are some important differences. For one, it's much cheaper. For another, Patriot Mobile donates a share of its profits to conservative causes to stand for the First Amendment and the Second Amendment. Verizon, I don't know if you know this, they are sending money of their profits, which they have a right to do, to things like Planned Parenthood. Well, I don't want to help them do that. That's why I am with Patriot Mobile, and you should be too. Patriot Mobile, get free premier activation. They'll set up your phone. you get a special gift with the offer code Beck. Same service, lower price. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Or you can call 972-PATRIOT. 10-second station ID. Talking to uh, Tom McDonald, uh, he is the um, he is the uh, the mind and the talent behind Fake Woke, which has gone viral. Um, and you can find him uh, at uh, his YouTube channel, YouTube.com. Tom McDonald official Fake Woke is a song that he just uh, just made. Um, Tom, you, you seem to have a good handle on what America and and possibly your Canadian, what Canada is feeling too. Um, what do you see coming down the road? I mean, there, there is this clash of the people that say, shut everybody up. And those that say, no, let everybody speak their mind and figure it out. Life is messy. How, how, how do you see this coming together? Uh, it's, you know, if there's one thing that I've learned about uh, America in the six years that I lived here, it's, it's very unpredictable. Um, so I, I, I don't know if I'm, you know, I feel like you guys are uh, many degrees above me when it comes to sort of forecasting political climates and stuff like that. At the end of the day, I'm just like some guy who rhymes words in his phone about <laughs> things, that I, things that I see going on. But I, what I can say is like, 
it does kind of uh, where I kind of feel, I feel it's like a very slippery slope. And what I'm scared about is, I mean, I, I remember when I was a kid, I don't remember the exact details of it, but I remember that there was a band from Russia um, called Pussy Riot. Mm-hmm. And, and they went to jail. They went to jail for either protesting uh, Putin or protesting policies mm-hmm. or the Russian government or something. And I just remember that they were put in prison or in jail, rather, uh, for their sort of political views that they expressed in their songs. And, um, and I know that there's other places in the world where um, people don't have the right to stand up and protest and speak their mind, especially if it's negative things about their country. Um, so, you know, that's what I immediately think of when I see, like, the facts checking and the canceling and stuff like that. It just worries me that we're going to slide into some crazy hole where... Uh, opinions become illegal you know what is amazing to me is the musical artists i mean rock and roll punk rock attitude rap it's always been anti-establishment now it's pulling for the establishment and you can't i mean punk is not punk rap is not rap anymore you know what i mean that's exactly it man like i remember many years ago when i released my first sort of uh, song that was uh, politically charged or speaking about this, this, the social um, environment in the States. I remember my dad saying to me, he said, you know what, Thomas, like um, you may be a rapper, but you're making rock and roll right now because rock and roll has always been about screaming the truth at the top of your lungs mm-hmm. and, le- and less about the music. So um, as far as I'm concerned, like, you're a freaking rock star. So I've kind of carried that forward and like, that's what I want to do. And it is worrisome to think that I might not have the freedom to do that uh, sometime in the near future. That's a little sobering. Thank you so much. Tom McDonald, um, follow him at I am Tom McDonald uh, and check out his, uh, his, his work. He is amazing. He's scared. The look, he'll scare you when you look at him. Um, uh, but you will love his music, I think. Tom McDonald, thank you so much, Tom. I appreciate it. Keep it up. Thanks for having me, Glenn. You bet. God bless. Bye-bye. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Um, I I don't know if, uh, yeah, I don't know uh, if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a sheet snob. Uh, you know, sometimes I, I like to have uh, Jeeves come and just uh, and and pour my body right into the uh, sheets. Uh, and then, oh, my goodness. I mean, I sleep in a tuxedo and I have a spot of caviar before reading a copy of Forbes magazine before I drift into sleep on the wonderful Giza dream sheets. Actually, if you liked sheets, really nice, nice sheets, that's kind of the way you needed to sound. Oh, 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 you just have sheets. Uh, but now you, you don't have that problem at all. My pillow, the softest sheets, the Giza Dream sheets, they're made from Egyptian, Egyptian copy, uh, 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 cotton. You're right, right. They're not what you think they are when it comes to price. They feel exactly the same. <laughs> But MyPillow has made them, and they're on special right now, two for one. Enter the promo code BECK at MyPillow.com or call 800-966-3117. MyPillow.com. 
Glenn Beck, Stephen Crowder, Stuper Gear, Dave Rubin, and me, Pat Gray. Listen to all the conservative voices at blazetv.com, promo code Glenn. Comrades, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. There is, uh, there's something happening uh, in Belarus and Russia where 40% of adults, 40% of adults said if they could, they would leave the country today. 40%. Um, they want out of Putin's new Russia. And I, I want to read this article. It comes from the Daily Caller, but I, I just think it needs to be read uh, in its entirety because we are we're headed in the same direction. People in Eastern Europe are increasingly seeking asylum in the U.S. Listen to this due to government restrictions on freedoms, including religion, speech and personal ex- uh, expression. Hmm. And they want to come here because a significant amount of people from Russia and Belarus have uh, contacted the second passport, the immigration consulting firm, about applying for asylum in the U.S. Recent protests in support of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny have spurred another spike in people seeking assistance applying for asylum. Right now, people are telling us that they are scared of being put in jail for their opinions about the protests. Can can I ask you a question? Is there a difference now between your level of fear of saying something on social media and what they, I mean, they have actual jail and gulags they're going to. So there's a much greater risk to those people. But aren't we experiencing the same kind of fear where you don't say things out loud? We're just at the beginning of the road mm-hmm. where you don't want to say things out loud. When the, when the riots were going on, the BLM riots, how many people posted that little black box or whatever it was for BLM because they were getting hammered by their friends if they didn't? Uh, let's see. There's a lot of government regulation to what you do. You're being watched constantly. And if you say anything that is against what the government believes, then you're going to be prosecuted in various ways. So now think of that. What are we creating here? We're creating a, a world where if you go against what the government says, if you go against what this oligarchy that we are building uh, says and believes, you are going to be prosecuted in various ways. And it doesn't necessarily mean jail. It just could mean that you're on a well, you're not you're on a no fly list. You're labeled a terrorist. Um, you lose your job. You're silenced. You're depersoned. They say they're coming over here because they don't have a court of law like the U.S. does. They should probably update their file, I'm thinking. Every day for the last two weeks, between, 20, uh, between 30 and 50 people have submitted requests to the company citing the protests as their reason for wanting to leave Russia. Um, press spokesperson from the U.S. Embassy in Moscow uh, told the Daily Caller that our 
consular section is working hard on the emergency U.S. citizen services and emergency visa requests. Unfortunately, we're limited by minimal staffing due to the lack of visas for U.S. staff and restrictions necessary to keep everyone safe during the pandemic. Yeah, you wouldn't want, I mean, you want to make sure you have a man. Those people that, you know, are fighting for their lives. I mean, yeah, sure, whatever. But let's make sure nobody gets a cold or a temperature. <laughs> Jeez, is no one willing to step up and say, I'll take one for the team? Really? Is, I mean, is that what we've become? Yeah, there is a risk at COVID. Well, what is it, a uh, point? Zero five percent chance, or is it a point five? Yeah, yeah, about that. Yeah, I yeah. think it's point so, five. Yeah, well, it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, relax. Um, Nalvani, forty-four, a regular critic of Russian ple- uh, President Vladimir Putin, uh, led nationwide pre- uh, protests against Putin. He attempted to run against Putin in twenty eighteen, but was prevented due to a court conviction. He rose to prominence by blogging about corruption. Listen to this. He rose to prominence by blogging about corruption at Kremlin-controlled corporations. Huh. You know, a public-private partnership. He spent several months in Germany recovering from a poisoning attack he blames on the Russian government, according to the BBC. It was determined that he had been poisoned with Novichok, a chemical weapon developed by the Soviets during the Cold War. The Kremlin has denied any involvement in the attack. Do you notice that when they kill these people, they try to kill, they always do it. It's not with a bullet. It's not with like a they kitchen. Poison them. They poison them with what? Something that everyone knows they are the only ones that have it. Yeah. You know, they're the, mm-hmm. it's not like they're trying to pin this on anyone. They're wanting the world to know. <laughs> it's yeah, true. It's us. Anti-Kremlin demonstrations followed uh, Navalny's uh, detention. Crowds fought with law enforcement, and over 100,000 people participated during the first weekend of protests, Wall Street Journal reports. The reason for the protests is different for each protester. Estimated 100,000 people attended the demonstrations on the first weekend. 3,700 people were detained. 40% of the participants were protesting for the first time. Over 5,000 people were detained during the second weekend. Um, although the uh, turnout was smaller than the week before, people are more scared of the fact that they don't see a decent future from them for themselves. That's why I will be protesting until the end of Putin's political regime. Do we have the courage to do these things? I mean, these guys are risking everything. We don't risk in their very lives. Yeah, we don't even yeah. begin to understand being scooped up in the middle of the night and just taken and beaten and then dumped in the street and if you do it again, you get it again. It's the same thing in Hong Kong. Uh look at the the freedom fighters in Hong Kong that were willing to go out weekend after weekend, day after day in fact, even during the weekdays. And it's not a small And there were millions of them. Yeah, it wasn't a small number. It was 50% of the population. Yeah, it was millions of people. Can, can you imagine if we had uh we had marches on the streets here in America and 175 million people were Jeez. on the streets. Can you even imagine what that would be like? And can you imagine mm. the government then cracking down on that half? That's what China did to Hong Kong. 50% yeah. of the population was on the streets 
what kind of control do you have to have where you can take that 50 percent and crack down and you don't hear a peep from them now it's really this is out of control and it's not a communist philosophy it is a new system they call it uh they call it uh, stakeholder capitalism, not shareholder capitalism, stakeholder capitalism, because there are more than just the shareholders. That's what drives greed. When the shareholders have a say, they just want the bottom line. But we're all stakeholders in all of these companies. And so stakeholder capitalism, they care more about the community because they have to answer to the people in their community. Now, when I say people, I don't mean actual people. I mean the governments. The governments, because you have a representative in Washington, so he's doing mm-hmm. your bidding right now. So he's going to make all the deals that will be right, not for him, right for you. You won't have a say, <laughs> but you do because you have a representative government. Mm-hmm. That's actually what they mm-hmm. say from the Communist Party. So, <laughs> no, I'm talking about the great, the great reset. Yeah, that's what the great reset is saying. Jeez. That you, this is a you are a stakeholder, but you're a stakeholder because I asked. Uh, so, exactly how am I involved in any of this? Because you guys are denying that any of this stuff is actually happening. So, how am I a stakeholder? Well, you're a stakeholder. Through your representative government. <laughs> oh, okay, oh. okay. Do you remember when I um, I said two years ago? I said there were seven things to watch for, and I don't have them sitting in front of me. I'll go over them maybe tomorrow or Monday. Seven things to watch for, and I said I don't know how these things are going to happen, uh, but they through COVID and other things, um, they've they've almost all happened. Um, and the last one was, I said, there will be a trust implosion. And I said, this one is the most important. The trust implosion will lead to a new world order. And, uh, I said, the trust implosion will be government tech, social media, um, the mainstream media. Uh, what else? There was a couple of others in there. But they they all are oh financial institutions, Wall Street, mm. and there will be a trust implosion. And all of those people will need the government to keep the wolves at bay. And so they will come together. Big business, government, big tech, media, all of them will come together and they will protect us. But they're only protecting themselves. And I said that that will be the new world order. I didn't realize that they weren't going to call it the new world order. I mean, that was obvious, but I didn't realize they were already planning it and they were calling it the Great Reset. Now, here's what's terrifying. As I was going through some of their documents that they're going through in Davos, they made a chalkboard exactly like mine. And they said that there has been an implosion of trust and it's happening right now in all sectors. And so the only way to do it is they've done all kinds of research. People trust 
their employer. That's one of the places where I trust the people that I work with at my job. They've translated that into you believe in giant corporations. No, no. I think you Mm -hmm. misworded the question there or misunderstood the answer. Um, I might trust my local employer, but that doesn't mean that even the company I work for locally that I trust that the company is on the up and up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I trust the people I'm around. That's a that's a uh, that's a, a survey that should have shown you that you should go smaller and local. They're taking it as government has lost its credibility. Media has lost its credibility all around the world. And corporations, because of coronavirus, they're the heroes of coronavirus. They're the ones that solved this. And so you can trust them. And the big businesses, by by them working with the government and social media and everything else, they will restore their trust. The government's trust, you'll start to trust the government because you'll see they're being led by science and smart men of business. It is so Orwellian on what's happening. It's 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 hard to believe that it is happening, but it is. If you missed the special last night, you need to do it. Uh, It's on demand now. It's our Wednesday night special. Uh, You can find it on The Blaze. If you're not a subscriber, please subscribe to The Blaze. It is well worth your money and and then some. uh, And its cause is the most important that I think you can be engaged in. Freedom of speech and truth about what is happening. Watch this special, the Wednesday night Glenn Beck special, uh, on demand now at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save 30%. All right. Our uh, sponsor is uh, our sponsor is Goldline. Goldline right now is offering 6% promotional medals delivered directly to you uh, with a qualifying retirement account special. So Goldline special uh, uh, on your retirement fund is something you should check out uh, sooner rather than later. They also have a special on graded Liberty coins. Now, these are the old coins from the turn of the century and the 1800s the i collect these coins i I love them um you can buy them now uh, from goldline they're certified by an independent grading agency for weight and purity and condition and goldline currently also has a special will you receive 20 walking liberty half dollar silver coins for free with every box purchased that's one for one it's an extremely limited special and not one you should overlook i wish i would have waited and gotten that special uh, call Goldline today. That's an amazing special. Goldline at 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. They're waiting for your call right now. You know, it's a little like it's a little like Bigfoot. The last remaining American, I think, in Oregon. Steve, <laughs> welcome to the Glenbeck program. Well, thank you, Glenn. You bet. Good morning. Um, calling because, uh, you know, I work for a big company and, um, (laughs) you know, I'm seeing (laughs) what you were saying of, um, them falling in line with the normal stuff, um, you know, training towards race and different things, uh, uh, race and inclusion learning paths. Mm -hmm. So I'm, 
I don't think we can honestly trust our big companies anymore. Um, oh, they no. are definitely mm-hmm. not falling where we need to be. Oh yeah. Um, some of the things that that they wanted, you know, want us to learn are um, basically exploring our unconscious bias towards people. Now, so what I'm trying to say is, is how would they actually know we're unconsciously biased uh-huh. towards another race? Yeah, they are. They they are. Um, this is all based in in critical race theory, and you gotta stand up against it if if you have the courage to. You are exactly right. All of our big companies are falling in line with this. And you look, I have no problem. You know, if there's a if there's a problem in your company with racism, it's got to stop. It's got to stop. But what they're doing is they're training you to be an anti-racist, which is different entirely, 180 degrees opposite direction from Martin Luther King. That must be stopped. And you have to speak out about it because these companies are going to steamroll over the Constitution.